How's it going, guys? Medium difficulty question for gastro step one, past level question. I am surgery 2CK, six year old woman, five month history, periumbilical pain occurring one to two hours after eating, 20 pound weight loss during this time. Four year history of hypertension, intermittent claudication. Current meds are lisinopril, metoprolol, atorvastatin, aspirin, BMI 19. Femoral pulses are palpable bilaterally. Popliteal and dorsalis pedis pulses are reduced bilaterally. The stool is negative for a cold blood, which the following is mo most appropriate next best of a diagnosis. Let's just hop through choice A. Arteriography, correct answer. Diagnosis is chronic mesenteric ischemia, which is atherosclerosis of the SMA and or IMA, which will present with abdominal pain one to two hours after meal in a patient who has a significant cardiovascular disease history. So in other words, you're going to get a vignette on the SMLA. They're going to tell you the patient has pain in the abdomen one to two hours after eating. And you're thinking, oh, that sounds like a duodenal ulcer. That could be H. pylori. However, rather than being a 29-year-old dude from Indonesia, they're going to tell you it's a vasculopath. Diabetes, smoking, intermittent claudication. They can tell you coronary artery bypass grafting was performed two years ago. They can say the pulses are reduced distally. Why do you think the distal pulses are reduced? It's because you have atherosclerosis due to peripheral vascular disease. So intermittent claudication is angina of the muscles of the buttocks and thighs due to increased oxygen demand during the exer exertion. So we're painting the overwhelming picture of atherosclerotic disease. And this can simply cause angina of the bowel after consumption of food due to increase oxygen demand. This is chronic mesenteric ischemia. You're going to do arteriography as the answer. They can have mesenteric angiography as the answer. This is not to be confused in contrast with acute mesenteric ischemia, which has nothing to do with atherosclerosis. It's going to be a patient who has atrial fibrillation. They can say 74-year-old dude with a regularly irregular rhythm who's going to have a left atrial mural thrombus that's launched off to the SMA or IMA, causing abdominal pain, quote, out of proportion to the physical exam. So they'll say he has 10 out of 10 excruciating abdo pain. Physical exam shows mild tenderness, nothing remarkable. That's acute mesoteric ischemia. So you're still going to do arteriography, mesoteric angiography is the next best step. There's one 2CK question floating around where patient's unstable in that setting, you have to do laparotomy, okay? And you can also have uh, chronic mesoteric ischemia like this, where you have a ruptured plaque, and that can cause acute mesoteric ischemia, acute on chronic. Essentially, an MI, where you get a ruptured plaque in a coronary, you can get a ruptured plaque in BSMA, IMA, cause acute on chronic. And you can also get acute mesoteric ischemia, not just from a left atrial neurothrombus that's launched off, from, but also from a short episode of arrhythmia. Patient has ventricular fibrillation for 30 seconds, is defibbed. You can launch off a clot, or it can just be the acute ischemia from the decreased blood flow over 30 seconds that causes it. Point is, arteriography is the answer they want. Let's just hop through the others. Choice B, colonoscopy, wrong fucking answer. We know it's wrong because they say a cold blood is negative. Some, some of you will say, well, it's not necessarily 100% sensitive, and we have to think about colonoscopy, colon cancer in an elderly patient, 100%. But when we think about what's most salient here, the focus of this vignette is clearly atherosclerosis with chronic mesoteric ischemia. So if we do the arteriography and the SMA and IMA are fine, we can absolutely consider colonoscopy in the workup. Choice B, wrong fucking answer. Choice C, ERCP, wrong fucking answer. So this is going to be for colodocolithiasis when you have a stone in the biliary tree where you have high ALP, high direct bilirubin, 
and your pancreatic enzymes are normal. If your pancreatic enzymes are increased in this setting and we have gallstone pancreatitis, where the stone in the biliary tree, it's still called oclothiasis, but it's descended to the point where it's blocked off the hepatopancreatic ampulla. New 2CK NBME wants CT of the abdomen over ERCP now, but if the stone's higher up, we're going to do ERCP right away. Ultrasound technically first, but USMLE doesn't really assess it, okay? They might say an ultrasound was done or they just leave it out, but it's usually just ERCP they want for colidocolithiasis. You're also going to do ERCP right away for cholangitis, inflammation of the biliary tree, which they have uh, on step two NBME exams, okay? For example, primary sclerosing, cholangitis, high ALP, high direct bilirubin in a patient with IBD. Choice C, wrong fucking answer. Choice D and OSPI wrong fucking answer. So two high-yield use cases for Yosemite would be when you are looking for esophageal carcinoma. So patient who has new onset dysphagia with heavy smoking alcohol history, that's squamous cell carcinoma of the upper two-thirds of the esophagus, do endoscopy. New onset dysphagia in a patient who has history of GERD, you think that that's adenocarcinoma of the distal third of the esophagus, you do endoscopy. Wrong fucking answer. Choice C, high to scan wrong fucking answer. This is confirmatory for cholecystitis inflammation of the gallbladder if our ultrasound is negative or equivocal. So 99% of the time, cholecystitis is caused by an obstruction due to a gallstone uh, of the exit slash uh, exit of the gallbladder slash the cystic duct draining the gallbladder. So if our ultrasound is negative, you do a high to scan, which is radio tracer picked up by the liver, secreted into bile. Bile is normally stored in the gallbladder. So if the gallbladder lights up on a HIDA scan, we say, okay, that's a negative HIDA scan because it means we don't have an obstruction. The gallbladder was able to take up the radio tracer. If the gallbladder doesn't light up, that's a positive HIDA scan. We say, oh, there's an obstruction. The radio tracer can't get into the gallbladder. That means that even though our ultrasound was negative, there must be a stone obstructing the gallbladder exit. So HIDASCAN is confirmatory for cholecystitis. In this case, wrong fucking answer. You know the deal. I'm going to make more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe my channel. I appreciate your time. That's it.